It's the April 6th, 2018 edition of Weekly Signals Weekly Review, a reconfiguration of the last 168 hours of history with a dog. This is KUCI 88.9 FM, Irvine, California. I'm Nathan Callahan. And I'm Mike Caspar. And as always, yes. Donald Trump's greatest fear, <laughs> Mahler, the fake news dog. That's right, Mahler. Coming up. Yes. Caravans. Yes. Trade wars. Mm -hmm. Screwing Pruitt. What? Yeah. Necessary force and more. But first, do you ever drink coffee, Mike? Occasionally. Really? Yeah. I never seen you drink coffee. Every once in a while. Usually it's uh, green tea, but now every every now and then. How about you, Mahler? You ever? Yeah, yeah. I guess he does. Okay. Last week. We reported California issued a new ruling that coffee will require a warning label because it contains a chemical that causes cancer. Remember uh, that? Yes, yeah. I do, yes. That was a big news. It well, is. according to Dr. Nigel Brockton, Director of Research at the American Institute of Cancer Research, mm -hmm. this is an unfortunate ruling. Okay. Unfortunate. Unfortunate. That demonizes coffee. Mm -hmm. Seems to. As a carcinogen when the overwhelming evidence in humans is for benefit or at least no detrimental effect. Mm -hmm. That's right. <laughs> well, you can tell Mahler drinks it constantly. I've noticed yeah. that, yes, actually. I, yeah, I've taken note of the fact. An international team of researchers found a galaxy in our cosmic neighborhood that is missing most, if not all, of its dark matter. Okay. Yeah. This discovery challenges currently accepted theories of galaxy formation. Yes, it does. NGC 1052DF2, in case you're wondering what the galaxy's name is. You'd think they'd come up with a name when they're doing their press release. Well, anyway, uh, NGC 1052DF2 is a gigantic blob so sparse you can see through it. Kind of like Trump. <laughs> we used to think dark matter is the glue that holds galaxies together, the scaffolding of the universe. Yes. Yeah. But finding a galaxy without any dark matter is insane. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, back on planet Earth, a new survey revealed only 84% of Americans believe the world is round. 84%. That means that 16% think the Earth is not round. <sighs> Americans 18 to 24 are most likely to be idiots with only 66% believing in a round Earth. 94% of 55 and olders think the world is round. 85% of 45 to 54-year-olds, 82% of 35 to 44-year-olds, and only 76% of 25 to 34-year-olds. So a third of millennials don't know the world is round. That's nuts. Wow. But a new study found that warm ocean water is melting Antarctica's ice sheets from below. Most of the melting is in West Antarctica, where more than 20% of the ice sheet is gone. If all the Antarctic ice melted, worldwide sea levels would rise by about 200 feet and we'd be swimming. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's like we're 52 feet above sea level yeah. in Irvine. Park Gunhei. South Korea's impeached and ousted president was sentenced to 24 years in prison on a variety of criminal charges in a case that exposed the entrenched collusive ties between South Korea's government and huge conglomerates like Samsung. Uh, yeah. 
Park was ordered to pay $17 million in fines for bribery, coercion, abuse of power, and other stuff. (laughs) That sounds like standard issue things you put a president away for. That's what she did. In Costa Rica, Carlos Alvarado Caseda claimed victory in a presidential election that turned into a referendum on marriage equality. Yes, it did. Caseda won 60% of the vote, (laughs) beating out conservative Fabricio Alvarado Munoz, who made his anti-abortion views and opposition to LGBTQ rights his campaign's centerpiece. Wow. Yeah. I don't like that Q in there. I'm having trouble with a Q. Well, you just, when you think you're used to LGBT, then they threw in the Q. I know. I don't know quite. And And I'm not still sure what it means questioning questioning or is it that, well you would think it would mean queer and I, I, yeah. maybe but i mean i'm but, queer but, in the old sense of the word i'm <laughs> queer casada promised to abide by the last year's ruling by the inter-american court of american rights to respect marriage equality mm-hmm. he said he'd follow that and uh, mm-hmm. i guess he will i hope he does okay yeah, yeah. yeah. Does too. <laughs> In Mexico, immigration authorities say they're planning to disband a caravan of more than a thousand Central Americans who were bound for the U.S.-Mexico border. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Trump tried to rouse his base, getting them all agitated. Yes. Getting more dangerous. Caravans coming. Republicans must go nuclear option to pass tough laws now. No more DACA deal. <laughs> What what Sing did hell! what Sing <laughs> what did he honestly think was going to happen? That this caravan was going to run through the barricades? The migrants who were traveling as a group so they wouldn't get mugged by Trump, yeah, will disband in Mexico City. Mexico's National Institute of Immigration said it will allow some migrants, including pregnant women and people with disabilities, to mm. remain, while others will be allowed to apply for humanitarian visas. A whistleblower known as the Edward Snowden of banking was arrested in Madrid on an arrest warrant issued by Switzerland. In 2008, Hervé Falciani blew the whistle on a massive tax evasion scheme run by his former employer, Swiss bank HSBC. Falciani provided French authorities with files on over 100,000 prominent clients at HSBC. 100,000 prominent clients. That's a lot of people. Spanish tax authorities recovered some $370 million in unpaid tax from some of the 637 Spaniards who appeared on Falciani's list. That's just in Spain. Wow. $370 million. But who's going to be extradited to serve jail time? This guy. Falciani. Yeah. Yeah, who was convicted two years ago of economic espionage in Switzerland. Mahler and I'd like to give a howl out. Wow, Thank you. Mother. Yeah. Woo! How yeah. out to Mr. Yeah. Fascioni? Yeah. Apparently, rich people have long memories, and they, they tend not to like it when people reveal their larceny. The shenanigans. Yes. Macedonia issued a formal apology to Khaled el-Masri. This is an incredible story here. Yeah, no. A German citizen, Masri, a yeah. German citizen who was wrongly seized by Macedonian intelligence services while on vacation in 2003, mm-hmm. then handed over to the CIA. Yes. The CIA stripped him, drugged him, flew him to a secret U.S. jail in Afghanistan where he was tortured. Yeah. Five months later, long after the CIA had concluded he was innocent, el-Masri was innocent, he was flown to Albania and left by the side of a road in the middle of the night. Yeah. 
That's what our CIA's been up yeah, to. Yeah. The U.S. never apologized or held anyone responsible for screwing this up. And that's Obama's watch. It's also Bush's watch. Yeah. But it's it's everybody's watch it's since everybody, 2003. Yeah. Right. And by the way, the woman that is currently has been tapped to be the new CIA director, she oversaw one of the black sites where people were tortured. We have no idea if there will ever be any accounting by the CIA for what they did to people like Masri who were innocent. There's yeah. no there's no sense of righting a wrong in this whole thing. And now we're going to appoint someone who is enthusiastic yes. about torturing people. The Brazilian Supreme Court rejected an attempt by former Brazilian President Luiz Inácio de Silva to stay out of jail while he appeals a controversial corruption conviction. Yeah. The court voted six to five against Lula who has been the front runner in this year's Brazilian presidential election. So everything's all crazy down there. Lula is a former union leader who served as president of Brazil from 2003 to 2010. During that time, he helped tens of millions of Brazilians get out of poverty. The ruling is a continuation of the coup that ousted Lula's ally Dilma Rousseff from power last year. Yeah. You remember all that? Yeah, yeah. Okay, that angers me. It, sh it should, yeah, and in anger. I know, Mahler. I know. Egypt formally declared authoritarian President Abdel Fattah el-Sisi the winner of last week's election. The election was a farce. Yeah. That's, <laughs> Mahler. Right. yeah. that's a farcical yowl, if I ever heard one. He got 97% of the votes. Right. Nobody gets 97% of the votes. Uh-uh. Turnout was low. Yeah. Sisi's government allowed only one other candidate to run who was a supporter of yes. Sisi. Yes. In fact, the last day of the, of the campaign, he said, oh, go vote for Sisi. Yeah. 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 Don't vote for me. While other candidates were disqualified or arrested. Right. Sisi came to power in a 2013 coup. His government has arrested 60,000 activists, tortured and tried thousands of civilians in military courts while handing down hundreds of death sentences. And so Trump called Sisi to congratulate him on his victory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the Gaza Strip, at least 18 Palestinians were killed and as many as 1,700 were wounded after Israeli forces opened fire on a protest near Gaza's eastern border with Israel. Palestinians were shot in the back as they fled from tear gas and gunfire. The deaths and injuries came as 30,000 Gaza residents gathered near the wall as part of a six-week-long nonviolent protest against the blockade of Gaza and to demand the right of return for Palestinian refugees. The U.S. blocked a move by the U.N. Security Council that called for an investigation into the killings. I have not seen this story on mainstream news at all. Yeah. At all. I haven't seen one report anywhere, and I watch a fair amount of news, and I haven't seen anyone talk about this. In Indian-administered Kashmir, at least 20 people died and 70 others were wounded over the weekend as clashes erupted between government forces and pro-independence militias. Among those reportedly killed were three Indian soldiers and 13 militants. News from Bombay countries is brought to you by the military-industrial complex. Where killing is not just an idea, it's a sign of ignorance. <laughs> in Afghanistan, Afghan military aircraft bombed a religious gathering in the northern province of Kunduz, killing at least 70 people and wounding 30. A spokesman for the Afghan Defense Ministry defended the attack, saying it killed 21 terrorists. 
No civilians. Yeah. Eyewitnesses said they only killed civilians. Yeah. In Yemen, back-to-back airstrikes from a Saudi-led military coalition killed 12 civilians, including seven children. More than 15,000 people have died since the Saudi invasion in 2015, while U.S.-backed Saudi-led airstrikes have devastated Yemen's health, water, and sanitation systems, bringing about a massive cholera outbreak with a million people now suffering from cholera and pushing millions of Yemenis to the brink of starvation. And that would be U.S.-backed starvation. That's right. In Syria, armed rebel fighters from the city of Dalma in the Damascus suburb of eastern Ghouta boarded buses bound for one of the last rebel-held enclaves in Syria under a Russian-brokered evacuation deal that will see them relocated to the country's northwest. Meanwhile, Trump backed off his plan to withdraw U.S. troops from Syria. Well, I am fully in favor of some kind of a pullback by American troops in this region of the world. I I think it is. We have done enough damage for a couple of generations to come. And at the same time, ceding all of this over to the Russians and to the Iranians just does not seem like a good strategic move at this point. And is the first thing you say we're going to pull out? No, the first thing you say is let's negotiate this. That's right. You assert your power. Trump is being weak here. U.S. forces have been spotted setting up frontline positions outside the strategic northern town of Manbij, where U.S.-backed Kurdish-led forces are facing off against Turkish-backed Syrian fighters. You think it was Bolton that talked them into going back in? Somebody did. Maybe it was McMaster's or Mattis. McMaster's is gone. If this news outrages you, may I recommend a donation to KUCI 88.9 FM to lift your spirits? Mm -hmm. Just go to KUCI.org. Your generous donation is how we stay on air. That's KUCI.org. You're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM, Irvine, California. Visit us at facebook.com slash KUCI 88.9, on our Tumblr blog at KUCIRadio.tumblr.com, on Twitter at KUCIFM. Stream us live on iTunes. Go to Internet College University, KUCI 88.9. And now, it's time for Drones in the News. (laughs) Yeah. Brought to you by Mahler's Drone Club and people like you, Lola. More than 3,000 Google employees signed a letter urging the company to stop working on an artificial intelligence program with the Pentagon to improve the targeting of drone strikes. The letter reads in part, We believe that Google should not be in the business of war. Mm. I do too, Mahler. <laughs> the Russian post office delivery drone made its inaugural flight. Okay. Yeah. With the ability to deliver goods weighing 110 to 660 pounds. That's a wide range. That is a huge range. Well, why don't you just say deliver goods weighing up to 660 pounds? Because I don't think it would crash if you put something five pounds on it. No. No, no, I don't. What's, yeah. what's with that anyway? That seems... The $20,000 drone was designed to deliver goods to difficult to get to places. The drone was on its first route 
to deliver a small package to a nearby village in a ceremony celebrating the Russian Post's new program That's when good. it crashed Ooh. into a four-story building. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I know, we know. Here at home, the Trump administration published a list of about 1,300 Chinese products to be hit with a 25% tariff. China retaliated with a 25% tariff of its own on $50 billion worth of U.S. goods, including cars, airplanes, and food. In response, yes, Trump tweeted, We are not in a trade war with China. That war was lost many years ago by the foolish or incompetent people who represented the U.S., not me. I'm a genius. <laughs> Then Trump instructed the United States trade representative to China to consider $100 billion in additional tariffs against China. So Dow Futures tanked on that news. Yeah. He's driving everything up and down at the stock market. I'd hate to be involved. I would hate to be involved in the stock market anyway. Right. But now it would be absolutely insane. Yeah. Anytime this guy has a bug up his butt and tweets something, the market crashes. Yeah. The thing that is really, truly concerning, we've talked about it before, currently the U.S. and the world operate on U.S. dollars. Petrodollars are all U.S. dollars. All the stuff around the world, the currency of the world's financial institutions is the U.S. dollar. Trump could possibly make it such an unstable situation as to drive the world away from U.S. dollars, and that would be catastrophic. Meanwhile, Trump said that he did not know that his personal attorney paid porn star Stormy Daniels $130,000 days before the election to prevent Stormy from going public about her gross sexcapade <laughs> with Trump. <laughs> According to Stormy, she can describe Trump's genitalia in great detail. <laughs> yeah, that's about it, Marvin. That's how she describes yeah. it. <laughs> Trump tweeted about immigration 10 times in 48 hours, demanding taxpayer money for an expanded border wall and declaring DACA dead. And then he blamed the Democrats, right? Yeah. Yeah. Then Trump signed an order directing the National Guard to deploy to the U.S.-Mexico border, claiming the situation at the border has now reached a point of crisis. <laughs> Trump's order comes as border crossings by undocumented immigrants are at their lowest levels since 1971. Yeah. There's actually been an exodus of so-called undocumented people from the country over a number of years. Ever since the 2008 collapse of the economy back then, there has been actually a negative flow away from the United States. A coalition of 17 states, Washington, D.C., and six other cities filed suit against the Trump administration, demanding it halt plans to add a question on citizenship to the 2020 census. The question is meant to frighten immigrants or people who look like immigrants or immigrant families yes. or parents of immigrants who are here legally. Right. And they maybe aren't, but have lived here for 20 years and hold down jobs right. and are productive members of society and pay their taxes. The numbers that come out of the census determine how the uh, the allocation of resources the federal government spends on a number of different things, as well as the politics of this country, yeah. including congressional districts, congressional districts and, and all kinds of other things that have a direct impact on all of our lives. This is purely political. It's purely an attempt to game the system. Last week, we mentioned that the Environmental Protection Agency said it will radically weaken fuel efficiency and emission standards on U.S. cars. 
Remember that? Yes. And that Scott Pruitt, the head of the EPA, said he'll try to force California and other states to comply because he's looking forward to the crisis of climate change. God. This is that's These this people is don't nuts. believe in science. I'm sure there's an element they don't believe in science, but it's hard to imagine. Well, they believe in science when they need an operation and they, and they need some scientific procedure just, to scrape the cancer out of their bowels. They'll take science then, but if it hurts their pocketbook. Yeah, well, there, there it is. There it is. Uh, now, mm-hmm. however, Washington thinks Pruitt is radioactive. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Radioactive. This guy. Some Trumpers want him to resign. Pruitt bypassed the White House last month and used an obscure law to give big raises to his closest aides. Then denied it. Yeah. At least five officials at the EPA, four of them high-ranking, were resigned or demoted or requested new jobs in the past year after they raised concerns about Pruitt's spending and management. Yeah. Like... Buying a cone of silence, remember that? Yeah, he bought it himself an office uh, security system that was essentially hundreds of thousands of dollars, and it was this cone of silence, exactly. A bulletproof desk. A bulletproof desk. Expensive office furniture right. that he really didn't need. Right. First-class travel. Well, that meant access to a an on-demand private plane that would cost $100,000 a month. He took a trip to Morocco to push liquefied natural gas because he was living in the apartment of a woman who was a lobbyist for yeah. that uh, liquefied natural gas. And on the way, they stopped in Paris for a couple of days, spent more time in Paris than they did in Morocco. That's the $50 a night condo, right? Yeah, the $50 about? a night condo that he yeah. only gets charged for get when he sleeps you there. You can't sleep on Harbor Boulevard I was going to say, you can't go night. to a Motel 6 for yeah. under $50. And this guy, the, Along his the lawyer highway, said it was the going It was, rate. yeah, market value. Yeah, A bunch no. of crap. Yeah. Now another official has quit. Samantha Davis, the assistant administrator for policy at EPA and a longtime associate of Pruitt, quit. Yeah. So he's radioactive. Uh, she was being paid a lot of money, and uh, they're making the allegation that for three months, no one saw her come into the office for three months. <laughs> now she's suddenly... By the way, her name is Dravis, by the way, Uh, not Davis. Samantha Dravis. Yeah. I guess most uh, Trump appointees think that public service means they can rip the government off. Yeah, that's what it means to them. It was reported that Robert Mueller informed Trump's lawyers last month that Trump is not currently being investigated as a criminal target, yet Trump remains a subject. Yeah. But a subject can turn into a target in an instant. In in a New York minute. Absolutely right. Yeah. He's a subject in Mueller's probe of possible collusion between the Trump campaign and Russia. Mueller's office moved to seize bank accounts. Just yesterday it was revealed. This was about a month ago. Bank accounts at three different financial institutions last year, just one day before former campaign manager Manafort was indicted. This is where it gets real for Trump. The investigation into his finances. Yeah. This is Russia. Not so much, maybe. But finances. Well, Russia so much. But this is even more. How's that? Well, what I want to say is you can't really blame Russia for the Midwest being stupid, <laughs> our Midwest being ignorant, or a lot of people being ignorant and buying into the crap that they put online. You can't blame Russia if some hackers, unless Putin was actually at the controls. But in the meantime, you get a Trump executive on financial criminality, yeah, and it's goodbye. Meanwhile... Mueller's investigation netted its first prison sentence. Yeah, that's right. Prison sentence. Right. Well, Alex Vanderswain. He really? looks like an older version of a guy from a boy band. Yeah, a boy band. Yeah.
Oh, yeah. Well, I'm kind of liking them now. <laughs> Alex Vanderslane, who worked with Trump's former campaign chair, Manafort, yeah. and his aide, Richard Gates, was sentenced to 30 days in prison and fined $20,000 on charges of lying to the FBI. Yeah. He's a uh, Belgian-born Dutch attorney who's married to the daughter of a powerful Russian billionaire. Yes. Yeah. Yes. He was charged after he failed to disclose details to the FBI about work he did on behalf of a pro-Russia Ukrainian political party. He lied to Mueller's uh, investigation. Yeah. <laughs> yes, he did. You don't want to do you, that. You know, and honestly, if you read what the judge said in, in sentencing him, it's very damning. He Now, the, the, the term that he could give him was up to six months. He gave him a month. But he, what he said was really, yeah. And the Trump administration sanctioned seven Russian tycoons, 12 companies and 17 senior government officials, including key allies of Putin, under provisions of a law Congress passed last year to retaliate against Moscow for election meddling. Mm-hmm. The Russian government operates for the disproportionate benefit of oligarchs and government elite. U.S. Treasury Secretary Steve Mnuchin said ironically. <laughs> I mean, if ever there was an oligarch and governmental elite, it would be Mnuchin. Yes. <laughs> Facebook said it now believes that the personal information of up to 87 million people may have been improperly shared without permission with the voter profiling company Cambridge Analytica, mm-hmm. which worked to sway voters to support Trump. Right. Mark the Robot Zuckerberg, you're familiar with him. I am. He said, we didn't take a broad enough view on what our responsibility was, and that was a huge mistake. Zuckerberg is scheduled to testify uh, on Capitol Hill next week. In Oklahoma, schools remain closed for a fifth day as teachers across the state continue to strike for better pay and increased funding for education. Yeah. Yeah. Boy, I tell you. out to those folks. Yeah, the red states. You go, girl. We got Oklahoma, West Virginia, Kentucky. They're getting serious. This yeah. is good. This is great news. In Florida, a jury at a federal court in Fort Lauderdale found former Bolivian President Gonzalo Sanchez de Lozada mm-hmm. and his ex-minister Carlos Sanchez Bersain responsible for extrajudicial killings carried out by the Bolivian military in 2003. The massacre left 64 civilians dead, 400 injured. The victims were killed as the military cracked down on protests that sparked an uprising against then-President De Lozada. Mm-hmm. The Florida jury awarded $10 million in compensation to family members of the victims. Wow. The Supreme Court sided with police who used deadly force, writing in a 7-2 decision that an Arizona police officer could not be sued after he shot a woman to death in her own front yard. The majority ruled the officer was entitled to qualified immunity. I want some of that. Me too. The doctrine that police are immune from lawsuits charging excessive force. Justice Sonia Sotomayor dissented, uh, joined by Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg, writing that the majority's decision tells officers that they can shoot first and think later, and it tells the public that palpably unreasonable conduct will go unpublished. And I agree with them. Yeah. There's got to be some line drawn here. You just can't be in the mood and fire your gun and fear no repercussions. Exactly. 
Meanwhile, New York police officers responding to a 9-11 call shot dead a mentally troubled black man on a street corner in Brooklyn. At the time of his death, Saheed Bassel was holding a metal pipe. Police say they mistook it for a gun. The NYPD said four officers fired 10 rounds at Bassell, a Jamaican immigrant. One witness said they didn't say freeze, hands up, drop your gun, none of that. All they did was start shooting. Yes. In California, three people were injured when a woman opened fire at the Silicon Valley headquarters of YouTube before turning the gun on herself. Nassim Agdam was an animal rights activist and frequent uploader to YouTube who had videos banned from the streaming service for multiple or severe violations of its policy. In one online video, she accused YouTube of censoring her and depriving her of income from advertising. Mm-hmm. A forensic pathologist hired by Stephen Clark's family. I know that guy. Sacramento black man who was shot in his backyard, yep. shot and killed. The pathologist Holding found, an iPhone? Yeah, they thought it was a gun. Yeah. So they yeah. So don't hold your iPhones anymore. No. If you're walking around campus, you may be shot. <laughs> the pathologist found Clark was shot in the back repeatedly. Eight times. Shot in the back. Yes. The evidence contradicted police claims that Clark was coming at them. A producer and a Nebraska TV station owned by the right-wing Sinclair Broadcast Group resigned over what he called the company's obvious bias. Sinclair orders news anchors at scores of its affiliate stations to recite nearly identical must-read commentaries warning of the dangers of fake news in language that sounds like it was written by Trump. This is extremely dangerous to our democracy. This is extremely dangerous to our democracy. Yes. This is extremely dangerous <laughs> to our democracy. This is extremely dangerous to our democracy. That's Nathan Gallahan replicating the video. To our democracy. Yes. They kept saying that over and over again, yes, yes. hundreds of times, yes. broadcasting to places that that yeah. didn't know any better, yeah. that don't have brains, that just listen and then regurgitate. Right. A former Sinclair broadcast employee says that he believes that Sinclair was responsible for putting Trump in office. Trump said Sinclair is far superior to CNN. In Wisconsin, strong turnout by liberal voters carried Milwaukee County Judge Rebecca Dallet to a 60-40 win over conservative Sauk County Judge Michael Screenock in the Supreme Court race. Screenock was even pounded in his home county. Also in Wisconsin, a Republican-backed proposal to eliminate the state's treasurer's office was rejected. So look out, Scott Walker. Yeah, and this decision will have an impact on Scott Walker's uh, decision not to call for a special election in Wisconsin that he's been essentially illegally holding at bay for quite a while now. So we'll we'll see how that goes. And an unabashed liberal, by the way, this woman. Yeah, a howl out to Judge Dallet. Yeah. Yeah. That's right, Mallard. Yeah. And in California, yeah. state lawmakers introduced a bill that would tighten the rules where police officers could use deadly force. Okay. Good so that kind of counters what the Supreme Court ruled. The measure would change the standard of when police would be allowed to use firearms from a rule of reasonable force to one of necessary force. Right. And by the way, the state is uh, stepping into that investigation into the shooting of Stephen Clark. They're going to be overseeing what the Sacramento Police Department decides. 
in Michigan, they approved Nestle's company uh, for extracting more water out of their so they, uh, they water. did what? They approved an application for a permit on the part of Nestle's okay. to extract more water from their public water system. Yeah. Uh, sell us public water back to us at a profit. And by the way, this is the same state where the Flint, Michigan water crisis occurred. And finally, the managers of a sonic fast food eatery in Mississippi put up a sign in the drive-thru with a request for customers. Don't smoke marijuana while ordering. <laughs> the only way you'd ever buy that food is if you were high. You can subscribe to the Weekly Signals Weekly Review podcast at weeklysignals.com. WeeklySignals.com. Subscribe now.